The following content will not hold up in a court of law. Well, it might, but fuck it. Start the show. not all going well. It should. It's just not all going well today. Holy shit. Oh, oh man. Because like, we really did lose like 40 minutes of, of content. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It, it, yeah. The, the file, it, it, it'll, it'll corrupt oh, the file. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. What well, there's the 40 thing? minutes out there you niggas will never hear. Might be for the best. We don't know. We don't. <laughs> we don't. We don't know. Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions. While black, your black ass cheat sheet for the weekend foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz. Your boy Euphonic. Well, now I can do the intro properly. I am your HEB value Drake, the fluent oh, one. This fucking guy. <laughs> um. Yeah, y'all heard it. Uh, Euphonic's in the building. Um, uh, Ariel was supposed to be here. Uh, I fucked that up. Um, fluence here. Our boy, uh, our boy Roy's in the building. Our, uh, the, the, our, our little, uh, part of my Call of Duty team. Uh, so basically three parts of our Call of Duty team are here. We w- shout out to DJ Byrne. Uh, wish you were, wish you were here turning up with us. Um, I don't play Call of Duty. My Call you should. of Duty. You should. I'm, I'm excluded from the fun. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of good guy time. Uh, let me tell you something. Um, basically, if you ever see any Call of Duty footage from me, and uh, I'm and I'm getting myself killed, it's because I was riding with these niggas. I mean, we all get our we all get each other killed. It's fine. I, <laughs> I have a Call of That's Duty part translator of the fun. and representative that you know plays Call of Duty on my behalf. Yes, you do. on your behalf. <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? Oh, oh Man, it's a she, it's a proxy proxy player. You just watch her play? Yes. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so uh actually Call of Duty been kinda lit lately. They brought back plunder quads. Burn. Burn, we need you, dog. Come on, man. Running these three mans running this three man on plunder quads ain't it. Or we'll run four and just get fucking and just get pre and just get preloaded in with a fucking peon. Blueberries. My God, what do these niggas be doing? Half the time they don't even speak. Well, that's not fair. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I didn't mean that in a racist way. I'm just saying sometimes that language barrier is fucked up. It like is. that's that matters, and it you know is. they randomly they randomly put you together with people. So when you have somebody that does not speak English and doesn't and you know they can't communicate with you except through the emotes of the game that's that's rough you know and especially some of these niggas be overzealous and they just go they just go rogue and we don't know what the fuck they're doing except getting us killed yeah. or getting yeah. they self-killed 
repeatedly. That one nigga. Because oh let me God. tell you, we got it. We got we hadn't played plunder quads in a while, and we got back in there and got washed. This one dude just never wanted to relocate with the click though. So like, we, were like <laughs> we would be so much more efficient if you would just come by us, right? And you that. wouldn't be getting killed repeatedly. Um, but yeah, so that's Call of Duty. It, it, that's, it, one of these days, I'm going to have a whole Patreon about just the the etiquette of Call of Duty and, huh. and the fact that there is none. Um, shout out to the new listeners. What the fuck are y'all doing here? We we spent like a solid five minutes on Call of Duty. What are y'all doing here? What are you trying to prove? You, or well, you just wanted to come in because it was hot. I That's mean, fine. It, it, it is starting to warm up. It's outside. hot. Nigga, it's 90 degrees. It's starting. Starting. It's starting. It, you know, it started to warm up two weeks ago. 90 um, is pleasant. You know, it's still not unbearable. And shit pleasant about 90 degrees. I'm standing by my comment, man. I think we're going to have an active hurricane season. Shut, just, shut up. Shut up. Just yeah. based off how cool it was for how long it was. Nah. No. I don't like that. No. I'm not. I'm not speaking. Don't. Don't. Not speaking anything into existence. My body is a is a, a barometer now. Tell me, don't tell me that evil Ricky Bobby. Uh, shout out to the new listeners. Shout out to the old listeners. The first times, the last times, the long times. Shout out to all my niggas on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google, iHeart, Apple, um, a bunch of play anywhere quality content is being disseminated. Uh, shout out to my niggas on Patreon. That is the proper noise. Thank you for the money. Um, <laughs> shout out to shout out to our latest patron, Miss Arnesey Elizabeth Turner. Hey, um, uh, what go down? Um, longtime listener, um, probably one of the day ones. Um, I love that. I like a lot of the people that are joining Patreon are day ones, and I love that. And you know, it doesn't matter. You know, it, 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 inflation is real. Uh, eggs cost two hundred dollars. It don't matter when you came or how you came. That just that you're here. Um, so welcome, welcome to the fuckery. Um, I encourage anyone listening to join Patreon. Uh, you get you get bonus content, you get exclusive merch, uh, you get Discord access. Um, you know, I might I might walk up to you. I might walk up to you and kiss you on the forehead. You know, whatever. But, but, it, but that's, it's anything. That, that's not why they're doing it, man. I, I just want to take time to recognize. This man did a personal shout out for a new patron. He knew that new patron's name. Mm-hmm. What other podcast is doing <laughs> that, man? You getting that personal, that personal in your ear attention here, man? Speak on it, son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I love. I we, and, and that's kind of how I feel about the listener family. Like I, like I feel like every it's a community and. Um, we do have a very tight, very involved, very savvy community, and I'm always grateful for that. Um, the consistency of Patreon, um, you know, I keep in touch with you know these niggas keep in touch with me. I hear, I hear all the comments and shit. I you know just if you if you said it, I read it. Um, so go ahead and give Miss Arnesey Elizabeth Turner uh, the air horns, please. There we go. You got air horns. Um, special shout out to uh, a dear friend out in Chicago, Miss Felicia. Fuck that dude. Oh man, fuck that dude. Who, it, it, I, we don't even need a. I don't need to give him a backstory or none of that. Fuck that dude. Not worth your time. Not worth your time. 
uh, not worth the sorrow. Fuck that dude. I repeat that, and 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 it's probably for the best. That nigga, that nigga probably ain't no good. He probably out here in the streets. He was probably always out here in the streets. That nigga probably got, that nigga probably got pictures of his uh, pictures of his asshole spread oh, on man. other people's phones. He probably do. Oh, Shout out to Freddie Gibbs. It's gonna be all right, dog. Um, but that dude, fuck that dude. Not worth it. You are better than the that dudes. You are. Uh, so shout out to you. Much love. Um, you know, hang in there and fuck that dude. Uh, Want to give flowers to people while they're here? Uh, special flowers go to Mr. Marcus Black, a.k.a. Mr. Goodbar, a former guest. Uh, go ahead and hit him with the air horns. <laughs> Host of The Remedy, a uh, special mix, uh, special mix uh, show for the music lovers. Uh, comes on KPFT. Uh, also, I believe he has a uh, a good Patreon community, but he's back into podcasting, man. He's back. He is back. Uh, he's got conversations with Mr. Goodbar. He's got another uh, platform that I believe just launched. That I do not have the title in front of me. Uh, sounds good. I will say that it does sound good. I caught a little clip on uh, on the gram, uh, but is it's good to hear good podcasters. Um, that are positive, that actually love what they do, and are not spreading and are not spreading misogyny and bullshit throughout the community. Um, so uh, salute that man. I believe he's on vacation. I believe he's on vacation with his wife at the moment. So uh, happy anniversary to y'all! Uh, hit Marcus Black with the air horns, please. Uh, flowers. Anyone want to send flowers? Anyone? Yeah, um, I want to shout out uh, Scott Free of We Go Live okay. um, Poetry Platform. He is always elevating other artists, making sure that they understand their worth. They basically put on a monthly poetry concert um, with just top-tier talent, and he is very big on giving flowers to everyone that deserves them. In, in fact, the last show, he even FaceTimed in one of the, the poet's mother's Oh. So that way that she could see that they had a birthday cake for the poet's mom. Yo. To celebrate her on stage and on the streaming platform. And That's he, bomb. you know, he just wanted, he's always big on, you know, just giving flowers out just like how you do. So, okay. you know, I want to continue that in the community is to, to, to keep uplifting uh, other black men who are uplifting other black men. I like that. Yeah, I definitely cool. like that. Um, uh, you know, shout uh, definitely. And if you and you if you are doing your business and handling your shit, um, you know, flowers to you. I want I want everybody to feel appreciated while they're here. Um, don't wait. So, uh, hit Mister Scott Free with the air horns. Anything? Uh, man, as always, every, anybody anywhere fighting that real quiet battle and, and still doing what you're doing, thank you for being here. We see you. We hear you. Somebody is praying for you. You are loved. And, man, if you draw in breath, you have purpose. Air horns, baby. Uh, going into Humans Ain't Shit, I'm keep it short and sweet, man. Um, a lot of content you're gonna that you're going to hear going well. I'll say it like this. I'll say it like this. Um, I think it's important to keep in mind, and this is just me considering the content, some of the content you're going to hear going forward in this episode. 
Um, man, it's a lot of it's a. It, it, we forget with social media that it is a melting pot, and there's a lot of people that come from different economic backgrounds, different social backgrounds, um, that are that are being put together um, and exposed to one another. And, um, you know, sometimes that can cause some conflict and a lack of understanding. So uh, I just want to uh, encourage everybody um, where it's possible um, to show grace and some kindness. Um, there's, there's, never a, there's never too much grace or kindness in the world. Uh, does not hurt at all. Now, having said that, there are some individuals that are going to cause me to say some unkind things in this episode. Chris Brown. No. Well, maybe. <laughs> um, I am going to say some unkind things in this episode, and I will remember some of my own advice and check myself should I think I've uh, perhaps crossed a bridge too far. Uh, but, yes, kindness is key. Kindness. Be kind, please. Um, grace matters. Song of the week. I have to go back and find the song of the week again. It was that one because we fucked this up the first time. I know what I it is. I just have to go back and look. I stand by my words. Things. But this kind of intro is is really like saying, "Hey, y'all, I want to go to the pool," and then we get to the pool, and then you go, "I can't swim." No, that's not how it works. That's not we, how it works at all. Because we were already wet. You know what I'm saying? But now he's dried off. And then he has to go back to the pool and get in again. Like, you know, it's different now. See? Second time around. See? Thank you. Song of the Week is from Don Tolliver featuring WizKid. This is slow motion. Pour yourself something. Get comfortable. It's going to be a good pod. Titties. The last one was going good, but this one's going to be a good pod too. And we'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go. Clap for it, white people. She just wanna go dancing. Baby, tell me what you're hoping.
Motion by Don Tolliver and Wizkid. That was wonderful. I do. I, I that that was really good. I do like the um, I like that the the Afro that the, a lot of the Afro beats and the uh, Caribbean shit is uh, is fusing with the with, with the current sound and uh, definitely heavily influencing the current sound. So I definitely fuck with that tough. I feel like I'm moving in slow motion now. I was about to say y'all both sound like y'all got itis. Yeah, we yeah we had we went on and had we went on and got some lunch. Um, one of those days, you know how it is. Um, let's see what we got on the rundown. We got oh, um, no new reports, but extended prayers once again for Jamie Fox. Oh um, yeah, definitely hope he's pulling through. Definitely hope he's pulling through. Um, it's been what three weeks now? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. I I haven't seen any reports. What was in, the working theory again? Um, uh, a stroke. The, the family has not. Now the family has not said that and has not confirmed that. But got gotcha. you. That that, that seems to be gotcha. the popular theory. How um, Jamie Fox is like mid fifties. So he's not that old. No. Okay. Um. But whatever is going on, prayers prayers out to him. Prayers out to the family. That's a tough thing to go through. Um, definitely, definitely want to see a positive in, uh, ending with that. Um, like I said, there's no new report, but you know, no news is good news. Um, so there's that. Uh, what else we got? Um, did want to take a minute to make fun of Dylan Brooks, not get Dylan Brooks, uh, having to take his ass home and possibly stay there. Um, that nigga talked a lot of cash shit. He said, I'm not, I got no problem poking the bear. Well, guess what? That's how you get the (laughs) Caprio. The bear poked back. Um, yeah, he caught that. He caught that Leo Revenant shit. Uh, I'm pretty sure LeBron put up 30 in that game. Just, just cause. bullshitting. Just cause. <laughs> so what's real wild to me was like uh, when he was talking all that mess, talking about I, I got no respect for somebody who don't put 40 up on me. And then for the final game, they lost by 40. Yep. Like. <laughs> Life comes at you fast, big dog. The exact number that he said is how much your team lost by. 
and will definitely not be getting picked up uh, under any pre- circumstance. Under any circumstances, they um, the the note uh, the press conference was so petty. The press release was so petty on that because they definitely said under no circumstances, uh, which is the rudest shit I have ever heard. Um, good. I haven't seen a deal go this bad since Wesley was like trying to negotiate the fourth blade. <laughs> what? That nigga was walking around with like his post-it notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then and 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 then it turned out um, the IRS can totally defeat Blade. Um, you know that you you know they shut down production or pre-production for Blade. Because of the writer's strike. Yeah. yeah. I, and I'm sad. Pay them people, man. They had just picked up a throwed-ass writer, too. Pay and those that people. understands Mahershala's acting capabilities. Well, yeah, they had worked together on True, True Detective. Detective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Nick Pizzolatto. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, it, it, pay them people, man. Pay all those people. Pay and those. And give those VFX people a fucking break. Real talk. Pay them people, and, and, and here's the other thing. And here's the other thing about it. people don't realize that writer strike shit is crucial, man. Like that's really that's really one of those landmarks that's gonna kind of define um, wage negotiation going forward in this country. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know the last time we had a writer strike, we got reality TV. Last time we got we had a writer strike, we got season two of Heroes. Mm, please don't remind us of that. It's terrible. That was some wild shit. Like they, they that really was supposed had, to be a, a throwed show. Yeah. I, well, the thing was, it came back. The, it, it, it ended up putting the shit back together eventually, mm. but the damage was already done. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and they caught Jeff Loeb at a time when he was just not a good writer. Um, he's just trying shit, man. Well, I and I and I, I say that with some with with some deference because don't work. Jeff, well, because Jeff Loeb at the time he was writing bad shit, but it was cause at the time he was going through shit. He his son died, like, got you. like it, he was going through some real shit. Um, everybody has that. Every, everybody has that slump, man. Um, but so um, yeah, uh, yeah. Also, yeah, pay them people because <clears throat> it's because it, it's gonna get worse before it gets better. I was I was on Twitter and one of the writers from Gronish. Um, was like, man, it's really fucked up to see two. Because, you know, just the etiquette of a strike, of a, particularly a writer's strike, is like if you get caught crossing that picket line. Fuck you and fuck everything you stand for. Right. And they, like, you really, it's hard to get work when you when, when you break ranks. And it's hard, to, it's hard to get work when you are out here publicly not taking them people seriously once that shit is over. And so... Um, somebody on Twitter, one of the writers at Gronish was like, man, it's really fucked up that a well-known, uh, that two well-known um, personalities really walked away laughing at us when we talked about them joining the picket line. And everybody was, and they were like, you know, um, you know, I'm a professional, so I'm not going to say who. And then in the very next tweet was like, you know what? Fuck that. I don't care. It was Diggy and Trevor. Oh, wow. Mm. Um. Dicky Simmons and Trevor Jackson, and which is hilarious to me because Gronus is about to be over, and when Gronus is over, 
Ain't nobody fucking man, ain't nobody going out of the way to pick up Dimmy Dickie Simmons and Trevor Jackson. Superfly? <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> we saw Superfly. I'm surprised he still has a career after that. Man, just off that hairstyle alone. Man, what the fuck? That was terrible. Now that, that is one that is one of the least pleasant movies I've watched. He was like a black hood Johnny Bravo. That was terrible, dog. That it was. It was truly terrible. A black hood Johnny, Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo, yes. Yeah. That nigga's hair was crazy. That nigga's hair was yeah. crazy. I that Superfly is definitely a, a an unpleasant experience. Um, whatever is the the antithesis of peak blackness, of black excellence, Superfly is it. The yeah. remake, that it's, is it. It's, it's up there with like getting kicked in the balls or like watching a, a cow get fucked. It's, it's it's not it's not good viewing. Wait, what? How would? You, never mind. I'm, Huntsville, I'm, we had cows. It's I, a it's a I, cows I, have I, mating season. I'm but just, again, no, it's not a pleasant visual. Not unlike that fucking movie. <laughs> real, real talk. Like. <laughs> like Future, like Future did, the, he uh, produced the soundtrack and it was hard as fuck. And let me tell you something. As bad a rapper as Future is, when Future is the best thing about any, uh, a project, no, it's bad. I was about to say, if I wanted to see his autobiography, I'll go watch TMZ. Real talk. Real talk. Yeah, it was not good. Um, but yeah, pay them people so we can so we can get all our shit back. I hope y'all didn't binge through season two of Abbott too hard. Abbott Elementary, because I did see where Quinta was like, y'all, well, y'all better hope this go well, because I'm ten toes down with these niggas. Um I let's see what else do I want? Oh, Tory Lanez filing an appeal. Tory Lanez is filing an appeal for um, his ruling from a few months ago. Y'all, I I almost want to say I don't care, but it's funny. I want to be there when the judge laughs at right out of court. Mm. Oh, they swear they have evidence that was misrepresented and all that shit. Sounds like the people, the shit people say on reality TV. Well, they, well, they edited me wrong and all that shit. Man, fuck out of here. He did exactly what they said he did. That nigga was shooting wild in the street. Uh, he shot someone, and he just so happened to shoot the biggest female rapper at the time. So, yeah, take that L. I really hope they sent him back to Canada. Actually, Canada is not bringing their best people. See, see, we <laughs> talked about that. They gave us Ryan Reynolds. It's still six, God. What? No, and uh, uh, that's a good thing. Ryan Reynolds? No, Drake. Drake. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, proxy. The drama he invites is entertaining, is it not? He is very entertaining. I I wouldn't know. I kind of stopped paying attention and the, claimed his roles. The you year know? we found <laughs> out he had a kid, his memes were immaculate. They did. They, they did. memed it's him. True. They memed the shit out of him. It's true. Anybody who anybody that was outside that time that hears you are hiding a child, man, we know what the vibes are now. Okay. Um, even though I thought that was in the in the long run, I thought that was stupid, but it got the people going. Um, other than Drake, okay, and Ryan Ryan Reynolds, I don't feel like they're sending us their best people. It's the open borders. Tory Lanez is a bad representation. 
The music don't slap that hard. He can't fight. I'm, he can't fight. That nigga was. That nigga. I haven't showed y'all that that uh, that footage where that nigga was fighting two niggas that were fighting each other and did not get a hit off. Oh my god. <laughs> he, like, he like tries to throw an overhead right or something and like hits all of the air, and there's so many people around him. Oh no, nah. you too short to be throwing air balls, dog. You are. It, nobody should be out of your range, bro. Well, maybe if they gave him a step stool, he might have hit somebody. Nah, no, I don't. Th- he don't look that coordinated. Oh, oh no, it was that bad. Yeah, no, like for real. I was thinking, you know, maybe just like it went under the chin or something. No, 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 like, like, like Ron Artest shooting from the three point. He really is one of these knuckleheads that, that that they make movies about that start rapping and then feel like that they feel like that they're a part of a real part of that street life, mm-hmm. and then get too get too caught up and it don't and it only hurts them. Like, you can't fight. The music ain't that hard. And any anybody you fucked with in the industry, it only ends bad for you, and it only looks bad for you. Like, you know, like Takashi. We could say he fumbled. <laughs> well, it's not that. It's not quite that bad. Uh, but yeah, you like you were fucking Megan the Stallion. Uh, I mean, according to you, you were fucking Megan the Stallion. And you like that was a fumble, and not only is it a fumble, it's a fumble that got you some jail time. Right. So it's the worst fumble in recent memory. We, one of these days, we're gonna have a Patreon about some legendary fumbles, and Tory Lane's gonna be in the top three. I that, don't know, bro. That's a fumble for your ass. Not that's, only did you fumble her, you fumbled the homegirl you were also fucking. And fumbled your freedom. Oh, okay. Now I understand the context of fumbling. Okay, never mind. Then yeah, yeah. That was a that was a fumble for your ass. Um, yeah. No, I don't feel. I don't. I I feel nothing for him. Fuck him. Uh, please take him back to Canada, where maybe maybe y'all like that kind of music. I don't know. Anyway, um, what else is going on? Okay, we'll go ahead and get it out of the way. The bus driving debate. Man, okay. So, Ayala Van Zant was uh, interviewing bum-ass uh, Ebony K. Williams from the Real Housewives of New York, uh, the one no one watches, where she's the only black woman on there. Um, and I believe she asked her, Do, would, would you date a bus driver? And her reply was, if you on the bus. Now, this reply in and of itself was not necessarily a bad thing. Um again, and I can't stress this enough. Um except for the he-man woman haters on Twitter, no one really gives a fuck who you date, be it a rich man, poor man, whatever. Date whoever makes you happy. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever your aim is in the dating game. I always tell people, and this goes back to the kindness argument, date who you want. Whatever your standards are are yours. They're nobody's business. As long as you're not disrespecting the people that don't meet your standards. Because 
you can want whatever you want in this life, but the people that can't get the the people that you that can't get you what you want or are not in the position to get you what you want that don't meet your quote unquote preferences or standards, how you treat them and how you speak about them when they've done nothing to you, that's called character. Oh yeah, absolutely. And Honestly, um, I don't think we focus enough on character. Having said that, the reason I bring that up is because her response to some of her response to, I guess, the responses. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of chatter. There was a lot of, I mean, it's it's been all over social media over the last like week, all week, all the think pieces and all fucking week. And all I've heard, well, keep going. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a lot of the trickle-down effect, right, of when somebody in one position on a platform says something regarding their preferences. A lot of people take things personally and then hypothetically, right? So then they start projecting their feelings about their own life onto hypothetical conversations that don't involve them, right? Like, And then you end up getting like these these back-and-forths between people who might actually even know each other, and now you're saying some things that are really kind of revealing some stuff, like you said, about character. Because there's a difference right, between your preference and disparaging somebody else. Because even how you respond to those things exactly. speaks to your character. Exactly. You know, so, it, so there's, a lot, it, there's a lot of levels to it. Now, having said that, and I want to just pull up, see if I can pull up some of her... Uh, response the fact that and the fact that they gave her like her own like airtime and is it, it looked like it looked like you know when they do the state of the union and they let the republicans get their response off or whatever it looked, <laughs> it, did, it looked like that and i was like they giving you they giving this chick a lot of airtime just to get her shit off about something that was kind of i mean yeah it got a little buzz on social media but i was like why why is this getting an official State of the Union response? Um, I'm now, pretty sure they don't do that for anybody else. Now you make me think about that time uh, Marco Rubio kept having to drink the water. Oh, God, that was so good. <laughs> that was so good. And he looked so guilty. He looked like something about Republicans that when you take pictures and when they look, they always look caught in the act. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I just recently saw a picture somebody posted on social media of when they uh, they had met Bill Cosby. And Bill Co- I noticed something about Bill Cosby over the past 10 years that he too always looks like he's caught in the act. That's not a good look for him. Wasn't he? I don't know if that's You're not so wrong. Much, I don't know if that's so much he looks like he was caught in the act as he was caught in the act. <laughs> and in a very OJ fashion is just being cognizant of who is around him. Well, that's true, too. Which is still why you're doing that. And so I want to go ahead and play some of this woman's response. I still think it's stupid that there's a, that there, like, I I still think that's stupid. But um, if I can go, if the Bluetooth would let me be great, um, I believe I found it. Uh, this is this is real life. This is real podcasting. Re- you know, getting information on the fly. Uh, you don't get this with every podcast. <laughs> you, you don't. So, 
Here we go. Uh, well, I'll go ahead and that black America has been sold a narrative of average, regular, and typical being good enough for us. Hmm. Well, see, that's called white supremacy. And in this case, it takes the form of conditioning black Americans to happily accept being a permanent American underclass. But see, because I know the truth about black folk in America, no, average is not and will never be good enough for me. And the gag is... I don't think it's good enough for you either. Said what I said. But see, no, some of y'all were too busy naming and shaming me personally and black women in general as undesirable gold diggers and much worse. Now, I suspect that some of y'all are the same men that were bringing home C's and D's on your report cards, only to then be coddled by parents that said, well, that's okay, as long as you're doing your best. Well, listen, I love and believe in the excellence of black men. So no, my dear, C's and D's or any other form of mediocrity is not okay. No, I will not create a soft place for you or anybody that I love to fall comfortably into the bigotry of low expectations. Okay, so I am genuinely sick of this woman's voice. So here's where she fucked up. The original statement in and of itself, there was nothing wrong with that. She has the right to not want to date a bus driver. To be honest, if I, wouldn't, if I, would, if I was a bus driver, I probably wouldn't want to date that wig either. Um, so your preferences and your choices are your choices. Mm-hmm. But when you start, but when, but when you double down, and let me be clear, all that talented tenth bullshit she was saying just now in that response... That was not the that was not the tone of the conversation um, when she was talking to Ayala Van Zant. It was not a whole "I'm saying this on behalf of black men and I think black men can can strive and achieve and all that all that fake W E B Du Bois shit." Well, you, she she started off where she goes in and says like um, she won't accept average, cool. But then when you say that. Other people should not be able to accept average. That's literally what average is. That's what the average per the average person is average. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, that so, to try, to, so to try to say that, oh well, now everybody has to conform to this above average excellence right. mentality of everyone must be a doctor, everyone must be a lawyer, everyone must be a blah, CEO, blah, 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 whatever. A CEO, an eight figure, whatever you're doing with your life. In order to be any type of value, or when she started assigning, when she started assigning this bullshit philosophy, that I think I feel like she's too smart to really believe, is when the real problem started because she was repeating. Honestly, for her to talk all that about white supremacy, she was repeating a lot of notions that rich white Republicans think about us. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense because she's because by her own definition, she is in that tax bracket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot – well, I think one of the other – in addition to when you get to certain levels of classism and socioeconomic status mm-hmm. is that there is this 
idea that my hard work is what got me to this status, regardless of whatever the system is. So white people ignore their privilege, and then they say that, well, if anyone else is not as successful as me, then it's because they didn't do the same type of work that right. I did. No, you may still have done a work. Like, you, you, you got to put in work to become a lawyer, right? We're not discrediting that. But if you don't acknowledge the privileges and the spaces that you're now afforded because of that, then you're, you're, doing, you're doing a disservice to say that someone else is not in the same position as you, regardless of whatever type of work they may have put in. And then to compare... And then to compare these things to, in her words, seeing these students to compare bus drivers and largely a representative of the working class, um, bus drivers to seeing these students to mediocre, um, to as she said in, a, in another in an interview on the Breakfast Club, um, taking whatever jobs you can get. You know, I just want to say as a first C&D of all student. <laughs> who graduated in the bottom quarter of my high school class. Could I have a 19-year career at NASA as a software engineer? So she can kiss my ass. And I had a lot of, and I really did have a lot of feelings because this really does, it really does feel like postcards from the big house. <laughs> postcards? <laughs> I'm just saying. It, it sounds it sounds like the overseer talking shit. How are you mediocres doing? <laughs> We're here on the big it's house. Like, it's like listening to Steven from Django, but with a bad wig. So like in the debrief. And like, a big forehead. Sorry. In the debrief, I feel like you framed it perfectly. Where it's like her arguments are niche, but they they lack the Oh, I'm gonna get there. Oh, okay. Because there's more. But yeah, they, 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 they lack that uh, context. That systemic context. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to see. I, I, first of all, I'm not, I'm not going to play much of this Breakfast Club interview at all because. It's the that, Breakfast Club? Because that made my fucking head hurt. That made my head hurt. Um, And she's a lawyer. And she's smart. And she was smart enough to know she could go on the Breakfast Club um, and out talk. Envy and Charlemagne, because that doesn't take much. And you do, and the Breakfast Club is terrible about following up. The Breakfast Club is terrible about um, asking the appropriate questions and offering context. And who was going to challenge her? Who was going to challenge Envy, Charlemagne, the girls from Horrible Decisions? No. Well, maybe Wheezy. I'm sorry. I mean, it, the other one is, anyway, anyway, not doing that. Um, no, nobody on that panel and not necessarily because they're dumb or any of that was going to challenge her because that's not, you know, you can go on a show that offers the lowest common denominator and thrive. If you are in a, if you are in a position to outfox people and, oh, here it is. But more than I care about hurt feelings. I care about providing my people with facts and information that say that the current way of life for the majority of black Americans is so not serving bored. us. I'm going off of the data and the facts that is I am not okay and I don't think it's okay 
that the vast majority of black Americans, again, overpopulate, disproportionately occupy spaces that are not ideal, that make us vulnerable. I talked about the COVID that make us vulnerable to death, disease, maternal health, all the things that we are, that y'all all talk about on this show every day. Now, if y'all are okay with the current positioning of black America, that we are the lowest income, the lowest home ownership, the lowest educated group, then so be it. And let's just let's just stop talking now and keep on going about our business. Envy, I'm not okay with it. So that is why I said what I said about addressing the bigotry of low expectations. It's the bigotry of low expectations around that. Wait a minute. But bigotry of low expectations is the reason why I have to submit that black men are now going to HBCUs and college and generally at half the rate of black girls and women. I don't think that's okay. Shouldn't we address the system that put us in these positions? We are addressing the system, but but first we have to name it, Charlemagne. See, that's where people's feelings are getting hurt, is the fact that I am naming it. I am saying that it is not okay to bring C's and D's through the... You didn't say any of that. You didn't say any of that in the original interview. Yeah, no, no, she didn't. And most, and and most in particular, and you know, this is fortunately we have a teacher here that can confirm the things that I'm about to say, which is she's wrong. She's factually incorrect. For someone who said they were bringing facts and statistics, all of her facts and statistics were incorrect. Because stu- first of all, black men are not allowed are not are not allowed to just allowed to bring C's and D's home with complete impunity. And that be okay. That's not true. I don't know any. I don't know any black. Any, I don't know any black household where that's cool. Not one. And I have a teacher here who descends from a teacher who can tell you firsthand that ain't never been okay. He's a nepotism baby. I don't know about all of that, but I know that if it was lower than a B, getting your ass beat, it was gonna be a problem. Yeah, and. I can tell you right now, C's and D's were not okay. And I, I can tell you Oz Longworth Sr. would have rained thunder and lightning down had I come home with a bunch of C's and D's. I can tell you that right now. And this is a nigga who and this is a nigga who's not an academic at all. Now, I distinctly remember being in seventh grade and it was PE. And at the time I didn't understand the value of exercise, so like whatever. <laughs> but I remember that was about to be a C. And I just cried. And that teacher was like, it's PE, bro. <laughs> next next interim grade, you do this run, you'll be fine. I was like, you don't, you don't understand, man. <laughs> I can't take that home to D-Van Trees, man. She can't see this on my report card, bro. Please, what do I need to do right now to change that? Yeah, like, fuck that. And statistics show that uh, black households put more pressure on their children. This is and this is men black boys and black girls. We're not even getting into black men yet. That black households put more pressure on the on their children to perform in the classroom disproportionately than any than households of any other color of any other ethnic background. It, it, disproportionately, by far, and I know, and I know anybody that I went to school with can tell you that, can tell you that that's a, that's the god honest truth. And th- and then we have to take it. We have to take in the fact that in school, black men, young black boys, are disciplined harder than any other than any other ethnic background. Mm-hmm. Usually unfairly, usually disproportionately. Young black boys are ignored 
Yeah, I remember that. Academically, more than any other ethnic background. What was it you said? What was it you said to me? You finding eight that uh, that uh, young black boys are disciplined disproportionately eight times more mm-hmm. in some districts, eight times mm-hmm. more than their other ethnic counterparts. That's wild. That they are, you know, and, and you know they, you know they, the teachers tend to have have certain groups and certain people that they focus that they focus on you know, that have the capacity to excel, black boys are ignored academically in the classroom more than, um, no, more than all of their ethnic counterparts. I was going to say, like, without naming the district, I distinctly remember there being a run of school where the um, black and brown kids made up maybe 12, 13% of the student population, mm-hmm. but were 18 to 20% more likely to be punitively punished, like to the full extent of the handbooks. Mm. 18 to 20% more likely? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they made Jesus. up, they only made up 12 to 13% of the student body. So when you talk about who's yeah. going to college more, it's because there are systemic issues preventing young black boys from performing in the classroom and excelling. So yes, the women are going to excel. And not only and not only that, you want to talk about a lack of ownership in the black community? And this and by the way, I don't believe that she that this is really her the fight that she's trying to fight when she shits on bus drivers. But I'm just I'm just going ahead and playing and playing along as if what she said is not stupid. Yeah. So sure, let's play your game. Lack of ownership in the black community. All right. Black people been trying to own shit. Black people been trying to create senses of community, physically and spiritually. For years, for decades, but guess what? We get red, we get redlined out of perfectly good neighborhoods. These neighborhoods are allowed to fail half the time. Half the time, a white person owns owns that land, and the government makes a deal with them that they can go ahead and allow that shit to allow that shit to fail and drop in property value, so they can snatch it up on so they can snatch it up for peanuts and do whatever they want with it and gentrify it. Historically speaking, we have always tried to own things, always. But guess what? The systemic things, i.e., most especially white supremacy, mm-hmm. will always make sure that no matter what we try to do to own things, they will either buy it out, they'll either, they'll either try to take it from us, or they will outright burn it to the ground. Like Tulsa. Like Tulsa, Oklahoma. So... When I hear this lady, and I hear all, the, and I hear all the women going crazy because yeah, a girl, a lady with a good job, shit on some black men. I go, what the fuck are you talking about? Everything out of your mouth is just wrong. It's wrong, and it's peak classism. Classism is really the thing that is eating away constantly at the black community. It is killing us. It is killing any chance we have at a sense of community. I it, I hate it more than anything, and I hate people that stand for that more than anything. Classism is a cancer, and this lady's soul is cancerous. But that's that's kind of like how the American culture is built around is on classism and the worship of 
of fame and elevation, right? It's right. not it's it's not just unique to the black perspective. I think it disproportionately affects the black perspective because so many people have already been divided and then you're you're instead of trying to combat things as a group, we always end up trying to take care of everything by ourselves. And so then you have to do so much more work to do anything by yourself and get any little bit of accomplishment. Right. Then it almost creates like this level of selfishness and feedback loops into, I'm just going to take care of my own at this point. Right. Right. Like you, you just build, you're building into this whole elitism that you come to worship. And then if you do get successful along that way, I mean, think about like the transformation of Bill Cosby. Think about how Bill Cosby started in his early standup and the, the the roots that he talked about in terms of like growing up and his initial types of conversations that he had. And then look at him later in life when he starts turning into the whole, you know, look at them with their sagging pants and all sure this other did. bullshit. That and pound turning, cake shit. Bro. And, 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 and I'm so disappointed because all I keep hearing from people that are proponents of this woman is that she's usually is that she's usually very smart is that she does the work is that she knows is that she knows what she's talking about i have not seen any hide nor hair of any intel of any real intelligence uh intellectually or emotionally from this woman and the people that co-sign it man i'm just i'm so disappointed because it's people that i usually fuck with who old chick from um from Fort Harriet, usually usually got some wonderful shit to say. And even she fell into the classism and talked all this shit about how, oh, classism, oh, people, the thing people don't realize about class and about and about women dating outside their class is it, is it just, it goes badly because it's not just about money. It's about who you hang out with. It's about um, it, it's about what you, what kind of books you read. It's about what you do for fun. First of all, Upper middle class ain't that damn fun. Let me tell you something. What 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 is the fun y'all? What is the fun y'all are so damn at, attached to that you think other classes ain't doing? What do y'all do for fun? Three hundred dollar brunches with unlimited say, mimosa. I was about to say, what do y'all do for fun? Brunch? That's fun, bro. What like what is this fun that you think no other class does? Brunch and paint and sip. That's all y'all got is brunch and paint and sip. And if y'all feeling real outside the box, y'all gonna let a nigga take you to axe throwing. I like axe throwing. What the fuck are you talking about? And uh, this shit about how uh, this shit about how oh well, it depends on what books you read. Get the fuck, get all the way the fuck out of my face. I can tell you, I worked ten years in a, I worked for ten years in a bookstore, and I worked for two years before that in another bookstore. And let me tell you something. The people that I worked with in the working class were some of the most intelligent, some of the most talented, some of the most well-read people I have ever met in my entire life. At, at, at the old at, at half price, everybody could play an instrument. Everybody was everybody was well-read on a wide array of topics. But how everybody, many self-help books did they read? Everybody stayed well and everybody stayed well informed. I actually met other black men that read books other th- that read books other than Think and Grow Rich. That's the only book you need. 
That, Stupid that, white men. That, that and the 48 Laws of Power. 48 Laws of Power. What's the other one they like? Um, uh, you know, because you, you tell me. Tell me. I, what are I the other them. ones oh, that are on the list? Oh I, know, oh, I know them all. 48 Laws of Power, Think and Grow Rich, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, all that bullshit. All these people that I worked with were some of the brightest people I've ever met in my entire life. I can say that I know people. As a matter of fact, me and Euphonic and Roy all went to school with people who, yes, got their degree, who, yes, got a fancy job, but if you talk to them, could not find a coherent sentence with two hands and a fucking flashlight. Swear to God. Some of the most uninteresting, boring, just narrow-minded fucks you have ever met in your entire life. <laughs> all, the, all the motherfuckers you thought were going to be some, that were going to be somebody that were in student government and lived and lived in the fucking library, they got that degree and just stopped knowing shit about shit altogether. I swear to, I, I shit you not. But the regular people who have to live life every day, who have to interact with people every day, those people on that bus, on that on that bus that the that you looked on that you that the nigga you looking down on is driving, mm-hmm. they actually have to be in the world. They're not insulated, so yes, they have plenty of shit to talk about. The people you're defending with this classism shit, most boring fucks you've ever met in your life. Y'all doing a lot of arguing to defend your right to go to go spend three hundred dollars at brunch and paint and sip, and draw niggas with their dicks out. Sometimes it's titties. Sometimes it's titties. I like the titties. Y'all paint. Y'all just want to go paint on Saturdays with a DJ and a hookah. Man, fuck y'all. Honestly, I, I it, it, everything about this bothers me, and and, and again. She may not have, she may not have originally, this girl may not have originally been the patient zero of this shit. But her rhetoric, you know how they always say there's just as many crazy people on the, on the left as there is on the right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter her intentions, I think everything out of this woman's mouth is every bit as, as every bit as damaging and poisonous and cancerous to the culture as Kevin Samuels. I swear to God. Fuck this lady forever. <laughs> forever. Forever, ever? Forever, ever? Forever. Damn. Honestly. I, like, who the fuck do you... And, and this can be... And I can end it here... This really needs to be the line we draw in the sand about stop letting rich people talk to you about a lifestyle that they don't know shit about. This is why I always this is why I tell clients, man, nobody really wants to hear a podcast from niggas who don't know the price of a gallon of milk. Yeah. I don't want to hear that podcast. I'm lactose intolerant, so I can know the price of eggs. X two hundred dollars. Yeah, terrible podcast. That would be a terrible podcast. X two hundred dollars. That's that's the whole podcast. Yeah. Um. I, and I, titties, titties, man, titties. I just I can't wait. As you're hearing this, it's probably Monday or Tuesday. And hopefully, as you're listening to this, Ebony K. Williams five minutes is up. 
We we have serious problems in the community around class, around misogyny, around how we treat our women, all that. We have serious problems in the community, and we need serious people to solve them. And let me tell you, and let me just tell you from the bottom of my fucking heart that if you're looking for serious people to solve your problem, to to help solve these problems, the only the fifth the fifth most interesting person on the fifth least interesting version of Real Housewives is not the fucking starting point. But she was on the Breakfast Club that makes her credible. Let me tell you something. I I saw the panel on that episode. Okay. And on a side note, about the Breakfast Club. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I'm filibustering a little bit, and I apologize for that. Is it just me? Or for all, we went so hard, well, maybe not us. People went so hard clowning Angela Yee before she left. But I submit that The Breakfast Club is actually a worse show since she's left. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. Because they just bring in anybody for the third that don't know shit about shit. I haven't listened to them in years, so I don't know. Good. Good. You ain't missing shit. I've left everybody out of the conversation. Euphonic, thoughts? No, I mean, you, you summed it up beautifully. Dude, you, I, I, at a certain point, I was going to say, I can always tell when a subject is, like, really close to you because you get, like, this vein over your left eye as you start talking about it. <laughs> the voice changes registers, too. And, and, and it, like, You, you yeah. hear, like, the, the pitch just it slightly modulates. go up. Yeah, it, it <laughs> modulates as you get deeper into it. But, no, nah, I mean, you summed it up perfectly. I I definitely think I'd rock more with her had she had she stuck to the... The systemic content there. Just, like, I don't want to date a bus driver. Yeah, two separate issues. Well, well yeah. Two know, separate issues. Like a, That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's two separate issues, like yeah. you said. And trying to conflate that in terms of the Wherever effects of, even if she believes that there's systemic inputs that, that go along those ways, and I'm here to help combat this on the behalf of the black community, that has nothing to do with why you want to date a bus driver. I mean, like it just it doesn't. I mean, <laughs> they're, they're two separate situations. It, it might if if, if if she were to take it back to you know, she needs hers to be from the big house or whatever. But then that would still require her to 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 say something she's not going to. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. I, I I I can always say that life is too short not to be shallow. Date whoever makes you happy. I right, but just be real about that. Don't don't give me that bullshit. I'll say right. Don't get don't don't don't, don't start trying to give it up to us like you, Angela Davis, fucking troglodyte. Who in this troglodyte? troglodyte <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> God, man. calling people rage shadow legend monsters. Fucking oh man, fuck that wig wearing hump. Honestly, dog. But eyes, tell me how you really Just feel. Wig wearing <laughs> hump, fam. It's, classes, classes in the elitist people are just rude to me. It's just they—they they really do bother me like no other human walking the fucking planet. Because who the fuck are you to look down on anybody? And guess what? And guess what? Maybe on the day you do decide to, to give the pussy to a bus driver, the bus driver leave your ass right went right at the stop he found you at. Maybe the bus driver don't want to fuck you, dummy. I was about to say that that comment alone also insinuates that there just aren't. Wonderful and or attractive and or wonderfully attractive people that are bus driving. Correct. Not necessarily surviving, but awesomely thriving. And they're out there. So And like and my thing is always 
Who's to say? I've yeah. watched. I've watched people come from titties. I mean, nothing. I've, there are people that have come from nothing mm-hmm. and made it and 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 made it into a place where they can feed their family. People that come out of prison, and you know, it's hard as fuck to find a job as a con. Mm-hmm. People that come out of prison, and by the way, bus drivers. Bus driving is a very well-paying profession. Mm-hmm. I know some bus drivers. I know some bus drivers got that pension making 80, 80, 80 grand a year. So let's not. So let's not do that. All these and, and all these professions that people just write off because they saw Fred Flintstone doing it for a fucking living on The Simpsons, or you know whatever. Wait, yeah, yeah, it was two different characters. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. My, the, the point stands. My, my brain is is not braining fast enough. Just because you saw, just because you saw, like Fred Flintstone or Peter Griffin or my man from the Honeymooners doing these working class jobs and coming home to these hovels, does not does not mean that that is the the common notion. Because it ain't a lot of them, a lot of them motherfuckers. They work for you. They work through unions. Which means they're they're legally required to get that guap. A lot of them have pension, four hundred one k. I know some motherfuckers that were bus drivers, that were cops, that were all that shit, and don't do a and don't do a day of work anymore, or work somewhere else, two three days a week just to keep some just to keep a little a little extra change going, and don't have to touch that shit in the bank. So what the fuck are you talking about? And and they're and they're more well off than these entrepreneurs, than these people, these LLC niggas. Because guess what? They have benefits. They have health care. Nobody talks about that with the LLC shit. I, there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. And maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll do it on Patreon. I don't know. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm tired of talking about that hump. Um. Fuck that hump. Wig wearing hump. Yeah. Usually I like and usually I like big foreheads. Now it's just pissing me off. Usually I like big foreheads. I I do have a thing for women with big foreheads. I don't know. Big forehead women be bad. It's not like I intentionally seek out a woman with a big forehead, but then like Robin Hood. What? No. Okay. Also, on that note, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, we'll do the last leg. We'll do the last leg um, of the show when we get it's back. A mighty target. <laughs> he didn't cut fast enough. He didn't cut fast enough. You are listening to sober conversation with the least sober team in oh podcasting. Pour up, clap for it, white people. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. I love when the white people clap. Right? Makes you feel distinguished. Doesn't you know? it though? That's it, 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 that's all that's all I keep them here for. I'm not. Clap. Uh, it makes me feel like it. We <laughs> we <laughs> What is wrong with you, Tom? How are you doing? I don't even remember what I was saying. Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're <laughs> 
we're black, we're opinionated, and we are hydrating, and we are well-fed. Well-fed, hydrated. On this Sunday evening. Um, fellas, how we feeling? Too many I've, I've, I've got a lot of water. Good, good. I'm feeling watered. Okay, like, like well a, hydrated, like a flower. I'm I'm trying to get the hydrated. I definitely am drinking. I'll say you babysitting that bottle of water. Too many dudes. Fair enough. Uh, uh, Roy's over here carbo loading. Uh, so doing his thing. Um, uh, all just all protein. That's a that that's a that's a real meat eater over here. Pause. Pause, pause. No, no, I know. We, I know we're supposed no, to be retired. We, we just said this we two weeks ago. We just said we just murdered that word. Stop the pause. You're correct. We do have to stop the pause. You're correct. Um, it is time for white people must be stopped. You only. This baby. is why I don't <laughs> fuck with white people. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Oh man. Um, I will say this for white people. Uh, if there were ever a white people must be stopped all-star, it is Donald Joseph Trump. Uh, have you heard? The only Trump I acknowledge is Tiana. Eh, eh, she all right. Um, have we heard the deposition <laughs> yes, for Trump's rape case? That's a wild boy. Bro, that man, is, that man is out of there. That's a wild boy. When I tell you this motherfucker is all the way out of pocket, let me go ahead and get the... What do I look like? And within minutes, swooned her. Yeah. You see that? Yeah. What does swoon her mean? Uh, that would be a word, maybe accurate or not, having to do with uh, talking to her and talking to her to do an act that she said happened, which didn't happen. And it's a nicer word than the word that starts with an F. And what the fuck are you talking you about? You, I think it's your testimony. You had Wait, no idea. This is the one. And again, this has become very famous in this video. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. Just kiss. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Grab them by the pussy. You can do anything. That's what you said, correct? Well, historically, that's true with stars. It's true with stars that, that they can grab women by the pussy. Well, that's what it's. If you look over the last million years, I guess that's been million. largely true. Not always, but largely true. Unfortunately, or fortunately. <laughs> what? Again, it's the unfortunately or fortunately. In this video. Wait a minute. <laughs> Why? What yeah. fucked me up was that he was that he doubled down on it and then said that's the way it is, fortunately or unfortunately. That's not an A or B question. <laughs> what the fuck? I really feel like in his head, this man is legit having different conversations. <laughs> like, y'all, I feel like we all have had that one crackhead that we came across on the street, and we were trying to talk to him about if they needed water, and they were telling us about the leprechaun under their box. Like, something is going on in his brain. It's broken. It's bad. It's the folds <laughs> aren't folding the way well, they're supposed to. No, well, he's you definitely know, pretty smooth brain. I'm well, going to give you that. <laughs> you know, Shit. for a while, they were saying that, like, they, they there were news outlets that were putting together footage 
or blogs that were putting together footage where when he like when he ran the first time mm-hmm. where there was it was footage from like ten years before. It, I think it went from like fifteen to ten to five years up to him running mm-hmm. and the clarity of him talking just degenerated yeah. in 15 years' time yeah. and probably before that. And, it, I mean, I have no doubt that this man's brain is bleeding out of his ears. Like I'm going to say it the nice way. He, he, he's, he's very, 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 very neurodivergent. Fam. And we I, need to sit him down somewhere. I'm going to put it this way. Divergent is a great movie. Well, okay, sure. I'm going to put it like this. <laughs> <laughs> Roy's just like, no. Um, Not when it's your brain. I'm going to put it this way. I need, see, Joe Biden isn't going to get it done because his brain, because his brain is melting out of his nose too. <laughs> they both are. His brain is melting like Giuliani's hair. This man, I'm telling you right now, Trump is Trump is having a different conversation than everybody else. Uh, Joe Biden thinks he's in 1972. Um, he's like he's like Captain America, but like psych- psychologically, his brain is stuck in World War II. So we need a wild card here. Stay with me. We need a wild card. We need somebody to shake some shit up. DeSantis. We need somebody that Donald Trump cannot out-talk, cannot out-argue. They don't exist. You're wrong. Dwayne. No. The Rock Johnson. No, 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 no. You're wrong. You're still wrong. We need who I believe to be the greatest greatest, um, politician that we've had in maybe the last 20 years. Joe Rogan. No, no. I'm about to give it to you. I'm going to get one of these. No, you're not even close. That man is Flint, Michigan City Councilman Eric Mays. <laughs> <laughs> Roll the footage, please. And why are we amending this motion? May, because we can. May I, may I no, please? No, that's not the one. That's not the one. Here it is. That's what they did the other day. And the cows had came home, left, and then came home again. Point of order, Mr. Mays is not being germane. Yeah, I'm not going to be germane, Tito, Michael, Jackie, (laughs) or none of them. But I'm going to talk about this AECOM contract. Now, ain't that a cheap shot? Here, I'm talking about the contract, the time spent on it, and she talking about the Jackson 5. I am your man. I'm Tito and Randy. No, no, no. His brain is... His neck. No. No. They need to take a test. In order to have these offices, I'm tired no, of this kind of no. shit. See, you caught, he made that joke. He was being facetious. This nigga be on these motherfuckers' asses. I didn't play the right clip to convey it for you, but uh, remember when Bean was here? Yes. 
But he be on these niggas. Roy heard the episode. Yeah. He be on these niggas' asses. I, I I know, but man, we need this motherfucker. We need we no, need we don't an need agent. more no. old people. Fuck that. We need an agent of chaos. And as a matter of fact, what? As a matter of fact, if Ebony K. Williams feels so strongly about about black excellence and putting and putting black men in positions to succeed you want her to be not, president wait nope and not coddling and not coddling people i dare her to put her money where her mouth is and donate money to the campaign to get eric mays on the fucking ballot this year courtesy of opinions while black <laughs> just send the money to me <laughs> <laughs> And I will get this motherfucker to I will get this motherfucker to Capitol Hill. I promise you that. Oh my goodness. We need somebody fucking we need somebody truly, truly not wrapped too tight. Because if there were ever a nigga that were giving big Oz Longworth senior energy, it is this nigga. Absolutely. We need Eric Mays to go all the fucking way. Remember, remember in head of state when Bernie when Bernie yeah, Mac was, was the around, vice president, and he was just walking around slapping, people? and he was just walking around yeah. slapping the no, shit we don't out of everybody. We yes, no, yes, no, 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 yes, because no. because the Republican Party is not getting any saner. Fuck no. But wouldn't it be S- funny? And in the immortal, yeah, it would be hilarious. It'd be the greatest. <laughs> and then I'd have to steal a fifty-two inch TV from Target next week. No. Let me tell you something. In the immortal words of Sylvester Stallone via Demolition Man, send a maniac to catch a maniac. And that maniac is Councilman Eric Mays. It's not going to work. At all. (laughs) It's not going to work. How much? We can't do any worse. We cannot. Letting Trump back would definitely be worse. You don't you don't watch enough campaign ads. Bro. I do. Joe Biden was just random was just randomly think at, at a at a baseball game thanking Satchel Paige, who'd been dead 30 years. That was funny. <laughs> what the fuck? That was funny. We watched this man just randomly fall off of a bicycle. It wasn't even moving. That was also funny. We cannot get any worse. But that's not true. I just want you to remember that that's not true. Let us never forget that we produced a politician whose campaign ad was showing us that he literally had a gun in every part of his home. And if we don't get somebody crazy, they're going to go crazier. They're going to go get the Tiger King. Wait, to run for a Republican or Democrat? Because I don't know. Does it Republican. matter? They go get, well, he go run, well, he going to run independent, almost certainly. But he's, but he's right-leaning. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Like Trump fucks with him. Which is weird. Which is the oddest shit. Anyway. Yeah. I stay I stand by what I said. What if the- we need to go get this crazy motherfucker and send him after Trump? Now that is the next escalation. Let, let, Someone let- that's done meth. <laughs> we don't we don't have to send anyone after Trump. Trump Trump is going to burn himself out because as soon we as thought he has that to- the first time. No, he's he's in He's involving himself into too many things that are putting him legally. Well, like, yeah, at okay, risk. that's fair. Yeah, but like, that's why the last year he was in office, he was talking all that authoritarian. 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 I can't say the word right now. Authoritarian. Yes, that shit. I mean, he fell in love with uh, all of that before he even ran. 
That too. Yeah, but he was a lot more vocal about it before he was out of office. Was he, or were we just hearing about it more? Because there was a lot of the stuff with him cozying up to Putin, which was the running joke, right, from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. But then also, like, his love affair with Kim Jong-il, right? And generally just the idea, I think it was, like, back in uh, either 17 or 18 when he was praising the governments for the control of the press and the way that those those governments that was basically... 18. You know, 18. set things up. That was 18. Mm-hmm. So that, all I'm saying is a lot of that was already there and out and relatively consistent. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's I'll fair. Give you that. I'll give you that. Um, send your racist stories. Send your real-life racist encounters along with your listener letters, questions for myself, Euphonic, the fluent one, or anyone else you hear on this podcast, please send those to opinionswildblack at gmail.com. Also, log on to opinionswildblack.com. For more ways to listen to us, uh, more information about Houston's Most Savage Podcast, merch, and, um, uh, oh, be, oh, how to become a patron. Become a patron. Join us on Patreon. It, the bonus content is so good. Those of you that have been missing D. Randall in the main show. He's in the Patreon. He's, He's in the Patreon. I'm telling you, the patrons have not missed a single second of D. Randall and his antics. Uh, I can just tell you, it's not really a spoiler. Um, we put D. Randall in front of Chat GPT, and the results are hilarious. Ah! <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Um, this thing. Well, no, I'm not going to give that away. But there are uh, the recent episode is it's either the recent episode or the upcoming one. Um, we don't number the Patreon episodes anymore, but um, there are more Jason Whitlock jokes. Just know that. The longtime fans know how much we love to hate Jason Whitlock. D. Randall's famous Jason Whitlock jokes are there. Um, we will be back with your listening layers in the top three STFUs. This is Houston's most savage podcast. Ask for it by name. Pour up. Come on, white people. There you go. I said clap. Have to crack the whip next time, damn it. We are back. <laughs> Tell by how the palm is hitting the palm, man. We are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And what the fuck is Euphonic talking about? Hey man, look, man, y'all the ones we were talking me, about the clouds. I told y'all I don't drink anymore. And y'all be giving me libation and then be wondering why I be talking up the side of my neck. I won't stand for it. I still haven't bought this shit about you not drinking anymore. Oh, fight. Um... Not much for listener letters. I did want there. There was there. Uh, there was some feedback uh, from Ryan Gabriel of uh, what I would consider to be the first opinions while black family. Um, they are um, they are patrons. Um, they're day ones. They're married. I I love it. I I love that we have an opinions while black family. That we are that technically makes us a family show, which is frightening. Um, Very much so. Uh, responding to some of the stuff we said last 
episode concerning the He-Man woman haters and their obsession with Jada. Uh, I realized a long time ago that the idea of uh, actual open relationship makes the He-Man woman haters lose their shit, especially when it comes to Jada and Will. They're always wielding monogamy like a knife and discarding it when it's convenient. Oh my. That is quite that is quite correct. Um, I I think the main I think the other reason that they lose their shit about Jada and Will is because it, the same reason a lot of people do. People aren't used to seeing a non-monogamous relationship that works. That's true. They're not used to seeing a, a non-monogamous relationship that works, and they're not used to seeing it with a couple that, for the longest time, was considered um, the quintessential black nuclear family. Uh, once Doctor when once Doctor Huxtable uh fucked all that off one pill at a time. Yeah, but I mean, one they didn't ask for our opinions of them. Also true. Two, who the fuck cares? Also true. Three, did don't you have your own shit to deal with? Like, are you fucking will? Do you get to see Jada naked if not on Pornhub? Like. Mind your own business. Go go scratch your own itch or, or plant just re- your own tree or whatever. Just remember, Kevin Samuels didn't pay child support. That's and, important. And and he has two phones. So, you know, what what are we doing here? He's answering them both in hell. Um he uh uh Ryan Gabriel also said Oh yeah, we were talking about the sea the sea animals and what's in the ocean and all see? that shit. See? He said all all the sea mammals are sociopaths. I could buy that. I could too. Orca, I buy that. I'm telling you, orca are just terrifying creatures. They really are. Like they are terrifying creatures. What? They're the what? Oh yeah, they're See, all black. They're that, all solid. That's why black. we need to explore the no, other ninety five percent of the I ocean. Like Orcas with black Air Force energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly, I'm exactly. I'm done. Orcas with black Air Force energy that don't give a fuck about you, don't give a fuck about their life. Do you, do, you, do you know the most terrifying thing about orcas for me? What is that? That, they, that they, they kill just because? No, 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 that's not terrifying. There's other species that do that. Um, what's terrifying about orcas for me is that I found out that, um, that you probably have seen like the, the either pictures or videos of the orcas that will swim up onto a beach and snatch a seal, a, a, a seal and then bring it back into the water. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's actually only one specific family of orcas. That is not a general orca trait. That is something that started with that family pod and is passed down as a taught behavior to following generations. But not just as a, hey, look what I can do. No, they have a training regiment that they start the young orcas off with and they train them on seaweed. And they get them up to a certain point before they allow them to actually get all the way up into the beach because they can beach themselves and then they won't be able to do anything about it. It's a skill set they have to learn. So they've come up with a curriculum of how to kill animals. More efficiently. More efficiently. And then pass that down. So it's not just the skill set learned, but the teaching is learned as well. The storytelling of it all. Mm, That mm. episode of Rick and Morty with the squirrels. Yeah, Orca, right there. An intense network of communication going on, all for murder and chaos. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That yeah. went a lot of places. All right, well, you you and Randall had Nigga Peace Theater. That's true. Fluent <laughs> and I have random dotes of information. I'm telling y'all. <laughs> fuck that, dog. Fuck Orca. Um, 
Orcas and clowns, bro. Can't that's really all I. Them. That's really all I got for the listener letters. Y'all know what to do. Um, opinionswhileblack at gmail dot com. Opinionswhileblack.com. If you go to the website, it tells you how to get in touch with me. It's all. It's all of me and Randall's social media outlets. But you might as well just come to mind because Randall does not social media like that. Um, I will say you guys ask some really good questions when y'all feeling in the mood. So y'all do. Please, it's true. Please ask away. Um, it worst, is t- worst thing that could happen is it ends up on the Patreon. Yeah, very true. Um, it is time for the top three STFUs. Who are the three people in America that need to shut, shut the, fuck, the up. fuck up? Number three. Who we got? Who is number three? Um, it's not scrolling. Okay, there we go. Um, I have written down the Huffington Post. <laughs> uh, I know there are a lot of you that are wondering, A, what is the Huffington Post? Because the last time they were relevant, you have probably been born, graduated high school, and went to college. Um, and there are others of you asking, oh, wow, uh, Huffington Post is still relevant. Um, no, they're not. And they're and we're about to prove why. Um, the Huffington Post recently posted um, a article <clears throat> titled, Don't Get Us Wrong, We Love Simu Lu, But He's Not the Only Talented Asian Thirst Trap. What? Oh, yeah. Here's the quote from it that they use on social media. I'm all for Asian kings thriving. Asian king thriving. It's supposed to be kings. No syntax here. All right. But when a single actor gets the bulk of Asian male roles in Hollywood, it feels a little like tokenism. Simu Lu had um, choice words about this that he applied as if he were still Shang-Chi. Oh, yeah, his response. Was <laughs> putting hilarious. the ten rings on the media. Uh, he quote, he, he uh, commented on the uh, Facebook post. Uh, if it'll show me. Here we go. Way to attempt to put us against one another. What bulk role, What bulk of roles are you referring to? Are there movies I'm in that I'm not aware of? Do you really think there is a quota of Asian male roles that is a zero-sum game? Everything I've taken, I've taken post-Shang-Chi was not written Asian. We've been able to reshape stories and to get more, fact, to get more representation on screen. Get your facts straight. Um, he summed it up better than I could. But some of these blogs are some of these blogs are getting mad, desperate on slow news weeks, and uh, implying that there's one one or two Asian thirst traps um, taking up all the taking up all the air in the room is just not true. It's not true. We just got through every. Well, I haven't watched it yet, but everybody just got through clapping it up uh, for Stephen. What's his name in beef? Um, Ali Wong is holding. Well, no, for I, I guess for the men, there are pl- there are there are Asian men holding it down. Uh, Hen- uh, Henry Henry Golding. Henry Golding. Yeah, he's good. Um, I can and I can name a few. I just I didn't have it in front of me to, to go in like that. But um, they're just wrong. They are. And they're showing, and their irrelevance is showing. Um, actually, shout out to the, a one young lady who said I wouldn't be able to do this podcast. 
who said I wouldn't be able to go this far because my reach wasn't strong enough. Um, oh, wow. Uh, if you wonder what she's, you know, have you ever wondered what the people who doubted you are up to? No, I just wish them well. Nah. Yeah, I usually do accept this one. Um, <laughs> she actually still has, she actually still has her, uh, her social media check mark for being a Huffington Post writer, even though the last time she wrote anything, um, I believe Thanos had decided to just go get the Infinity Stones himself. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, so you know, basically, she's the she. If you listen to Takeover, she's like the Nas of uh, fake journalists. One hot song every ten year average. Gotta stop coming after Nazir like that. And that's so lame. As for the rest of Huffington Post, please kindly shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I would also like to say that Liu is another Canadian lad mm. that we've been gifted. What do I know him from? Chong Chi and the Tim Chong Chi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, right. Kim's convenience. Right. That awesome clapback you just read. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Correct. Also a Canadian lad. Really. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Learning things. Okay. Uh, number two is Isaiah Washington. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is about the past week where uh, Isaiah Washington had just up and decided to just up and decide to just crawl out of irrelevance and just self-destruct in front of us all. Oh, no. Uh, I'm going to try to find the first stupid ass thing he said. I believe I sent it to somebody in a text message. I, well, no, I sent it to Randall. To which he repl- to which he replied, "This period, nigga, period." Um. So you know, so you know, it was stupid. Uh, where is it? Uh, no, that's Dylan Brooks. No, that's um. Okay. This is real shit that he posted on his Facebook. He said, "Quote." I had some of the best elementary school teachers and even some neighbors that I knew were Klan members back in Texas while growing up. What? I knew I knew where they stood with me and they knew where I stood with them. The boundaries were very, very clear and I still played with their kids. I just couldn't drink from their outside water hose or come inside their house to eat and their houses were usually much smaller than what I grew up in. My mother, my mother never refused to let their kids into her house to eat summer lunch and drink from our vintage JFK water glasses. I can't help but wonder today if their kids are vigorously supporting me as an actor today simply because I showed them love and respect as a true Texan and a true American, even when their parents, when their parents and grandparents forbid them to reciprocate it publicly. I wonder. You see, this is why celebrities don't need social media. <laughs> there are some 3 a.m. nights, like, thoughts that just need to just stay in your mind. What was the point of that? That's exactly. What was the point? He wanted us to be proud that he was cool with people that would not let him drink from their outside water hose. That man lost me. You can't come inside when it's time to eat. <laughs> Like, what are people thinking? Yeah. I, I, I'm at a loss for yeah. words. I am at a complete loss. It's for like words. that movie. I'm remember, over here sitting there just looking like, 
Remember what? that? Remember that movie One Night in Miami where they had like Jim Brown and yeah. Martin Luther King. Remember that? Remember that scene at the beginning where Jim Brown went to like his, I guess his mentor or his old coach or something, and they were having a great conversation, and the and the and and the dude had so much reverence for him, and then he said, and then and and then they brought some lemonade outside, and. The lady said, we're having trouble moving this thing. And he said, oh, I can move it for you. And the white man looked him dead in the face after singing this man's praises and said, you know the, you know, we can't let niggas in the big house. That's what Isaiah Washington looks like right now. Yeah. And it gets worse. Oh, no. I don't know why this man just decided to self-destruct on us like this. He was never all that together. He was always kind of a dickhead, but... I'm telling you, man, they're setting off the Manchurian candidates. He posted this like <laughs> setting them off two yeah, days ago, like a couple days ago. Hmm. I wonder if I should tweet about the rampant alcohol and drugs used amongst my fellow fellow uh, former castmates and producers of Grey's Anatomy and all of the swingers parties that took place. I remained clean for three years and declined the after-hours hot tub invites because I was convinced I would lose my contract with a urine analysis at any moment and lose my dear wife if I got in that woman's hot tub. I wonder. So he's trying to throw Shonda under the bus now. Um, sir, first of all, not going to the, not going to the Grey's Anatomy swingers party does not make you sound cool. I was about to say that was your fault. I was, that was you fucked up. That makes you sound like a dumbass. And depending on what season, uh, right? Correct. You know, I just happen to like going to the park and swing sets and all of those types of parties. You would make a great kappa. No. <laughs> God, why the fuck would you say that? That's a that, and that's the perfect response. Um. I you know I shouldn't I shouldn't talk bad about Kappas anymore. The, a Kappa gave us a great review on Apple. Was it Chat GPT? <laughs> Damn, <laughs> that's fucked up. Um, why do we need to know this? Why do we need to know the other thing? What is going on with Isaiah Washington, man? And then why, and when did he decide that he was suddenly from some rural background? Nigga, you are. We know you are a city boy. You are from Houston. Hey, look. I mean. They got all the, the the clan people in in the city. What the fuck is wrong with y'all, man? I don't know, man. Don't you think that we would be proud? I wonder. Is is, is that the pride calling? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yo. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, there are some people where I feel where I always say that maybe they don't need to shut the fuck up. We just need to shut the fuck up engaging them. Isaiah Washington might be one. Of the, well, no, we stopped engaging him a long time ago. That's why a lot of you, when I when I said his name and announced him as number two, y'all went who? Yeah. Well, you know, I had to. I I, I put it together now. At first, I was just like, no, no, what? <laughs> so. All I'm saying is the star of those two episodes of the eight episode Bionic Woman needs to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up! When was the last time you had a hit, Isaiah Washington? The other star of what? Exit Wounds. Yeah, yeah, you were that guy. You were Steven Seagal's black friend in the movie. See, I was gonna say when his car declined at a Kroger. 
That nigga's card. That nigga's card declined at, at at Kroger's. He had to go to Joe V's. Hey man, you ain't had work in a while. You gotta, you gotta chill out, bro. Um, and the number and the number one person who needs to shut the fuck up. No surprise here. Ebony K. Williams got to shut the fuck up. I did. I don't have to go on another rant about that. I don't have to go on another. <laughs> I, I don't have to. Told you, man. I gave y'all more than enough rant in, at the top of the show. Is this like uh, uh, the first time where he has felt so strongly that not only was it in humans ain't shit. Well, it was always, yeah. but well, also was, for them to be. Well, yeah, she was, she was, she was always the number, the number one, but I didn't, but I also didn't, didn't want to just belabor the point and bury the lead. So I went on and got it out of the way. I got you. I got you. I figured it was going to be in there just based yeah. off of like leading up to the, the days leading up to t- the recording. But this lady is just the worst. <laughs> like I've, I've never, I've never seen somebody so, so irrelevant. And yeah, y'all are gonna say, "Oh, she's a CEO. She's a lawyer. She's I, man. She ain't representing me. I don't work for her. Uh, I, she don't cut none of my checks. I don't give a fuck about none of that." She's like, she's not even on the Real Housewives that actually slaps. Which one is that? None of them. No, the the ones that slap are like Atlanta and Potomac because they got all because Atlanta got all the baddies. And well, they did. Portia left, but all the baddies and all the fun people. Potomac has all the mess, but yeah, uh, yeah, the baddest, the baddest one. Atlanta left, but they still take the title. Okay, um, that's, that's the only one I think I've ever heard of. So I watch these, and I can tell you, um, she's on. She's the only. I don't even. Me and my mom don't even watch the ones with no black people. She's literally the the token black woman on hers. All the other ones are like chicks that maybe used to be on Mob Wives or some shit. Um, you're not, man. Maybe a Jason Whitlock episode was like that, where he was talking too much and was a part of the humans and shit. But usually, no, nah, this is rarefied air. <laughs> it feels like pretty. Air. Just feels like some rarefied air. Yeah, yeah. I just no. I, it, no, it's, nobody, nobody. This irrelevant should be taking up this much of this much of the oxygen. On social media, for a solid week, I'm. I'll be very happy when this program is over, um, which will signal the end of her five minutes, and we can go back to talking about things that actually that actually matter way more than her, like Toe Jam. What? I I do happen to be a fan of uh, Toe Jam and all of its accessories, which is why Ebony Ebony K Williams is. Cordially invited to an all expense all expense paid trip to shut the entire fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Give her another one. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Euphonic, have we done a podcast? We have done a podcast. Fluent one. Have we done a podcast? I don't know. I feel like we should just try one more time. Third time's char. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> 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 Oh, no. Uh, I got them all day. Got them all day. <laughs> oh, no. Whooping you upside the head all day. <laughs> um, it has been a ride today, gentlemen. Yes, sir. But it's been, an, as usual, it's been an honor and a pleasure to pod with you niggas. Roy, I hope you've gotten a good look at how the magic happens. 
Uh, it's not. It doesn't usually take this long. <laughs> I promise that. Um, it, it, it all in all, I think I needed this. This has been a good day. Yeah, this is this has been a good day uh, to fellowship, chop it up with my niggas. Um, they they are really saying that loneliness kills, man. They're like, they're, have y'all seen that shit lately? Where this this whole thing, where like, and I think more they're talking more to the incels, but that shit where loneliness is like. It's as deadly as like, you know, um, secondhand smoke or whatever. Did you ever watch a series alone? Mm-mm. No, it's on Hulu. Okay, thank me later. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, hey. Yeah, you, you, listening right now, you awesome, mf'er. If you enjoyed yourself today, do you know what you need to do? You have homework, buddy. Find a friend that knows nothing about us, that's curious, make them listen to an episode, tell them to thank you later. Okay. That's a good, that's, that's good, that's sound advice. I, I can't fight, I can't fight that. I didn't know where that was going, I was getting a little worried. <laughs> he made it happen. All right, I'll go with that. Um, yeah, tell a friend to tell a friend, man. We're here, we're going to be here. Um, presumably... I had decided I had I was undecided whether or not I'll take a break um next week uh to get some life stuff done and hopefully come back with some good news in my personal life for y'all. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um good luck with that. So we'll see. Um, you know, the the fellas and the ladies know that I will send up the bat signal when it's time to pod. We might we might do something next week. I haven't decided. I would, you know, potting, you know, we got to, you know, I like this fellowship. Um, until then, you, y'all you will know because there will be a new episode up. And if we're not, there just won't. <laughs> <laughs> there just won't. Uh, other turn, than that. Turn your notifications on. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, this uh, will be back eventually with more foolishness, more fuckery. <laughs> until then, this has been episode 222 of Opinions Wild Black. I have been Oz. You funny. I am the flow one. And as always, forever imparting titties. titties. Clap for them, my people. Big ass titties. Itty bitty titties, just with the nipple titties. Titties that ain't got no nipples, just shit you rub on titties. Mid sized titties. Orangutan titties. It's getting weirder every week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just a fan of titties, but wow. Big ass titties. Bye, niggas. <laughs> <laughs>